Fire. Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet fucker? the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over, turning up, and dialing to my fingers. Going, This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Unbelievable. Yes, we are. Anyway, it's a Wednesday uh, hump day special show. I'm all by me lonesome, although at the bottom of the hour, we should be getting a call from our friend, uh, Attorney Joe Stanley. So we'll talk to him and we'll take your phone calls on this post uh, uh, three or should I say post-third indictment of the President of the United States. And one day after the great conversation I had yesterday with Dr. Michael Schwartz right here on the show, uh, at least I thought so. A lot of other people commented by way of text here, there, everywhere. Uh, Yesterday's show, uh, eye-opening to say the least. That was set up, of course, by uh, Cheryl uh, John, Cheryl Zeldin John, former uh, Watertown native, uh, who met Tommy John some time ago. They're married now. So they uh, I encountered, or at some time or another, uh, met uh, Michael somewhere, I believe, down in Florida. And that's how yesterday's conversation came up. Michael, of course, the author of several books, including uh, Fauci's fiction. So we talked for at length, maybe upwards of 40 minutes. I can't remember. Over 35 minutes at least. We took a couple of phone calls afterwards. So if you want to comment on yesterday's show, by all means, uh, today, I, I did hear the uh, hotline show in and out. I was somewhat busy. So I know uh, Jeff's been making tremendous, uh, having great conversations uh, with regards to the, uh, the the county legislators looking for an, an additional two years, uh, four-year terms. Uh, now they're looking for a referendum. So I, I think it's already shut down. I think the one thing, just, just as a footnote to what's going on with the county legislators, don't draw attention to yourself. Because you've had a great, you've had it great. You really have. Now, if you're a city council person, or if you know, if you're, you're it, there's so many people that get scrutinized, uh, except for you. You really don't. So the moment you start asking for a little more leverage by saying, eh, "I don't want to run every two years," you know, I, I want this job to be even easier. And I love everyone on this on the county legislators. Of course, you got uh, some comments made by someone that just got essentially booted out last month with the with respects to the primary down there in the Southern District. News Junkie brought that to everyone's attention in the last twenty four hours. Uh, that that draws attention to the county legislators. But this this cur- current uh, bid, if you will, to go from two to four years, just lay off it because if anything, this wakes up Godzilla uh, stuck in his cave somewhere in the Pacific Ocean to say what. There's one thing you don't want to do is is stir up the pot, and that's exactly what happened. Now, I know you got your reasons, and other areas of the country, for that matter, New York State, do it. 
Uh, but, um, you know, with the exception, again, with the guy that lost in the primary, apparently wasn't watching things and got, uh, you know, caught up in whatever, just complacency. And I'm going to throw that out there because that does happen. That happened when AOC became uh, a congresswoman because she ran up against a, 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 a eight-year, an eight-term veteran uh, for that district of both of the Bronx and, and I know he had an Irish last name. I think it was Murphy, whichever. doesn't really matter. He's old news because he just took this assumption like two years, four years Hey, I'm the guy that's been here since the early 90s. No one's going to topple me. And certainly no one uh, by uh, the name of Cortez uh, that was a former bartender is going to beat me. Well, you know, obviously uh, he got caught at his own game. So that's just my word of advice for sure. The one phone call today that I did hear on the hotline show, and it was a good one, was the woman talking about the new, uh, uh, and she was just voted in by a margin of eight to seven. Which, as Jeff noted as well, that means, you know, some people, obviously seven people didn't want her in there. So, but uh, she is now the chairman, I believe, of uh, DSS. And I happened to see that story last night on Channel 7. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at body language. And, and she also made a comment as well. Obviously, people saw my credentials and said, I'm the person. I thought she was on the defensive. And again, it was just a, just a you know, subliminal thing that I said, geez, she didn't have, why did she say that? Why didn't she just say, I appreciate everyone's vote, and I'm going to work hard for, for, for the Department of Social Security? I'm going to work hard now. I got, I, I, I got a lot of things to take care of because people, you know, I had a, I had a small margin, and, uh, and I want to prove to people who I am. But she didn't take that route. She said, no, everyone knows that I'm qualified for this. And then we get this phone call today for what it's worth. And, and again, I don't think anyone would go out of their way to tell a fallacies about someone. But she was very, very descriptive because she had worked there. She's retired. So this particular woman that called today on the Hotline Show, if you didn't hear it, went out on a limb to say, this woman is not qualified for this job. And, and that's when I started thinking about the report last night. I go, hmm, geez, I was right. I had some inkling to her, uh, the way her mannerism and the way she responded to it. I congratulate her. I hope that uh, she heard the Hotline Show today. And by the way... I should know this woman's name uh, on, on uh, just to be uh, equal, fair and balanced here at AM 1240. If that particular woman wants to come on today's show or call in or for that matter, set up a time to come in by all means, we'd like to hear what you have planned as uh, the, uh, the head of DSS here in uh, Northern New York. So anyway, that was Jefferson County. So let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Glenn, last night's show. Yeah. Uh, was that gentleman scheduled by you Oh, no, I scheduled them, yes. You did? Yeah, I did all that. Oh, well, Cheryl, uh, 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 Cheryl Tom, uh, John. he was coming on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, I hate to criticize, but this is not the same show uh, you used to run, Glenn. Why is that? Well, you have too many in-studio people. Really? You have too many guests calling in, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Stanley coming on, uh, and then Mr. Levin coming in the studio. <laughs> you used to be able to call up about... You know, issues that most people don't care about. But huh. that's just my opinion. I didn't know if you, if he's scheduling people, you didn't have a choice on letting them on or not. Well, I mean, I don't have a choice when Jim Levin comes in, and Jim did set up the as interview. As scheduling people, you yeah. don't have the choice who comes on this show. Of course I do. I scheduled you 98% of them, yes, with uh -huh. the, yeah, but other than Jim coming in. Yeah, you had the mayor fill in there. He hung up on three or four people on your show. I don't know if you knew that. Guy. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, well, the blind guy was one of them. Uh, mm. The elder gentleman that calls in a lot. You know who I mean if you heard his yeah. voice. He's the gentleman that called when Mr. Hickey was talking about Sue's Island. Yeah, I know who you're you talking about. You know who I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, he couldn't get him off. He tried to cut me off today, but uh, I had a few things to say about it. Well, what what was the conversation? Why did he cut you off, if you don't mind me asking? I was talking about the welfare department on uh, Court Street, or Arsenal Street. Huh. And? Uh, Do you think he took... Do you think... See, here's the thing. Well, he can cut... You can tell right he's cut SG off numerous times. Well, yeah, there's contentions. Then he'll let somebody like Samantha go on for 20 minutes (laughs) and nothing. I don't usually take up a lot of time. I try and get to the point... Right. And then I'll, I'll let other people on, but he tried to bully me off the air today, but, you know. Well, I've noticed that. it pisses me off. Cause, no, no, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I just, yeah, you show years ago. Remember, Glenn, the old days? The old days? What, what are you talking What, are you talking about like 20 years ago? Well, you take the show on the road somewhere. Yeah, 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 I used to do like that. Things like that, you don't do that anymore. No, I don't. No, you you're know, right. Yeah, we don't have a, used well. to be some crazy stuff going on, but. Well, I got in trouble back in the old days, Did too. really? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I uh-huh. some, said some crazy stuff, you know, got yeah. thrown off well, for nine months. Show. It's none of my business, but, you know. No, well. I just like the old, I don't want to hear the public talk, not somebody, uh, even though he was a good guest, I got to give him that. He came up with uh, some eye-opening things, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, amazing. Yeah, he what was he... right about the COVID shot. Yeah. It almost killed me. It almost killed you. It almost killed Mayor Graham. I could go on and on. I felt fine till I had the COVID shot. Well, I thought you were the guy that called up yesterday, but there's someone who sounds like you yesterday. No, I didn't who, call yesterday, uh, Glenn. But someone did have uh, some issues after the shot. He says his whole life is is now under you know he's got medication well, I think that he's going to take. More people died that did, uh, that had the shot that didn't. We, That's uh, we, something nobody talks about. W- well, we talked about it yesterday. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't think we should be talking about it. Try to cover it up. The liberals here. That's yeah. a fact you can't deny. I'm sorry. No, they, I had blood clots all over the place. No history of blood clots in my family. I think. Let me let me interject something. I think that the new left, and we can all agree that the Democratic Party is certainly a lot different, and, and RFK Jr. Uh, exemplifies that each and every day when he speaks. Absolutely. They are they are fine with 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 vaccinations that don't work, with a border that's open, with an inflation, with an economy that's out of control. They are fine with that as long as they don't wake up each and every day knowing. Uh, that God forbid that Donald Trump or a Republican is running the things out of the White House. That's that's the new that's the new America. It's not just well, the, the new Democratic issue Party. Is climate change. Who the hell worries about climate change? Luke, working paycheck to paycheck. You got bills to pay. I don't get up in the morning worrying about the. Cl- it's summertime. You're going to have heat waves, everybody. Right. That's the way it's been for hundreds of years. Well, it just gives them a new, uh, rather, a new support to suggest that uh, the world is burning and we're all going to die in 12 years. I've heard that about 10 years ago. What happened? Didn't Al Gore said we'll be done in about 10 years ago? He said Mount Mount Kilimanjaro would lose its glacier by 2012. Yeah. No, it never happened. You know, I don't want to criticize Glenn because I like the show, but. You know, you have to do what you have to do. Well, I thought it was, an, I, whenever I can get a, a, a national guest that, by the way, has been on Fox and other, mm-hmm. other venues, uh, and he was obviously an intelligent guy who wrote a book about oh, Fauci's absolutely. fiction, I, got, I can't pass that up. And I, I couldn't wait to speak to Michael yesterday. So I thought it was a very good show. I, and a lot of other people felt that way. Good so, enough. Well, okay, Glenn. Great, thanks. You bet. You can't, you can't please everybody, folks. You know that. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hello? Hey, what's happening? Oh, how are you? Uh, this is your uh, non-lawyer friend. Uh, in contrast to, I, I respect that gentleman's call, but and I have no idea which the show was like 20 years ago, but yesterday's show was one, one of the best shows I think you've ever had in the history of your show. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, he, the information he was giving out was there three years ago, mm-hmm. but we were uh, browbeated so bad. Well, you're a vaccination 
denier. Well, first of all, the mRNA is not a vaccination as we know it before. Mm-hmm. As he said, they redefined it. Um, the, the trouble we're having with things, and uh, if you bring it bring it up, well, you're you're censored. Right. But this is uh, the one world uh, order. Uh, I mean, right. Piven and uh, rules for radicals by uh, Solinsky and uh, forty five mm-hmm. goals of communism. Uh, if you think that's uh, goofy stuff, then uh, take uh, twenty or thirty hours to read up on this stuff and find out if you want to be critical of it. Whoever's calling in, but anyway, yesterday's show was excellent. Well, I, I just I couldn't uh, uh, get enough of what I mean. He he really really uh, and and you 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 handled it very very nicely and you asked a lot of good questions. And I liked it when you said, uh, "Did you take the shot?" He said, and he said, "No." Do you think I think he, I think he said, "No, I'm not, not stupid. stupid." Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I thought that was funny. I, I wish I was uh, with him. I wish I didn't take the shots, to tell you the truth. I really do. Well, anyway, we had this information three years ago. Yeah. But it was it was, it was was covered up. It was denied. You were, you were uh, browbeated. You were uh, censored. You were uh, 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 stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else. Right. Well, he did so, mention, I mean, remember, we, we, we grew up with vaccinations. And so, you know, when the government says, that, yeah. We, but the shot you took, Glenn, is not a vaccine. Right. They redefined it, as he said, by the FDA. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Our uh, mRNA. Right. Well, let me. It's let, not a vaccination. Let me. Let me. In, like let, let me interject here because when we see uh, a former governor Andrew Cuomo saying people are dying, we're dying old. You know, tens of thousands of people across the country, a thousand here, ten thousand there. So people couldn't, whatever the vaccination was, if it was done in a year, if it was done in six days, they were going to go out there and get it because they didn't want to die. So we were led off a cliff, and now you have all types of issues. And yes, one thing that I learned yesterday that I've heard from other medical professionals is that the one thing the vaccination did, it, it enhanced your, whatever inabilities or disabilities your body has. So if you had, if you had uh, chronic this or that, it got sir? worse. Sir, as Leslie Stahl would say, sir. Yeah, right. She would, yeah, she would interrupt and say, I'm an idiot. Yes, you're right. Sir, mm-hmm. what about natural immunization? What about natural, uh, what they talked about at very first? You never hear anything no, about No, no. Look, they just wanted Trump out of office, and this was right. their opportunity. That's as simple as that. And, and by the way— the one, I never asked him if he was a Trump fan or not. I never had that opportunity. I wanted to. But you can get a sense when he started, started talking about the, the mail-in balloting and whatnot and how much of a farce that was and that it over-leveraged uh, what happened after midnight on, uh, on Election Day. And you know several yeah. people got to call in in a couple of minutes and say that's a farce and whatnot. But for the first friggin' time in our, in our country's history, we had a different style of, 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 of uh, voting for a national uh, election for the presidency. And if you, can't, if you can't possibly tell me that that was as accurate, and they go, oh, we had audits in Michigan, Wisconsin, again and again and again. No, you're full of malarkey. They stole it. And they had the opportunity because Wuhan was 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 uh, released, and uh, and the Chinese said, you know, at this point, we'll just let it go because we don't like Donald Trump. We don't know what we don't like what he did with the trade agreements, with the tariff agreements. We had an agreement with the Republicans and the Democrats over the last twenty years, and the world order, and all this other stuff. That for a couple of years ago, if you started talking to me about conspiracies and this and that, I'd say you're crazy. But now I'm on board, not entirely with the QAnon people, but I'm on board. We have definitely been hoodwinked, and they are in charge right now. 
the liberals. I'm not a QAnon person. Not I neither have no one. idea what that is. Uh, well, you don't want to know. Go. Trust me. But, but listen, no, I, but I, yeah, go ahead. The matter of dope class. Yes. I got to go Trump right No, no, I got to go right now only because I got to do a break right. because I got my friend uh, Joe, uh, Joe calling in a little bit. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, and, and to get back to uh, the caller before that. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know why I wasn't listening to the shows that uh, I listened to maybe one show a little bit when Jeff sat in for me. But, uh, well, wait a minute. Jeff, Jeff Grant did one show for me. So I guess it was last Wednesday. Why he hung up on people, that's his prerogative. So when everyone and when anyone sits in on my show here at the five o'clock hour, they can do whatever they want. But Jeff is impatient. That's for sure. And um, and I, I, I wish he would because I get impatient myself. I, I, I know what he's going through sometimes when some people linger and go on and on or repeat themselves. Uh, but other times it just seems like he just wants to get out of a conversation. So that's unfortunate he hung up on our friend uh, Tim and for that matter, our other uh, elderly, uh, older, should I say, gentlemen. But right now I got to do a break. Because we uh, let's let's get ready for a Joe after this, and we'll be back right after this. The busyness of the summer sometimes distracts us from thinking about a Nova person at Watertown Appliance, three sixteen Factory Street in Watertown. Ah, welcome back. We got somebody on the line. Let's go to the phones. I'm in that mood of getting everyone on the phone today. Higher in the air, Dallas. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hi, Glenn. How are you? Oh, it's it's Attorney Joe. Oh, boy, you're calling in early today, Joe. How are you doing, sir? I guess about a minute. Not, a minute early. No, no, you're up. I'm glad you called in. Joe, I'm sorry for the last couple of weeks. I had a, a guest that went on a, a bit two weeks ago. And uh, last week, I, of course, I wasn't here. So we missed you for the last two weeks. And I, I will never do that again, uh, Joe, to you. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, but I, what I wanted to talk to you about was, and, and you and I talked about this in recent weeks, the construction level, the level of construction that we have around here. And I'm assuming it's the same way because we get all this post-COVID money. And, and it's great. All work is good. It's all necessary. And, and it might be a little inconvenient. You might go out of your way and go, go be late for an appointment here and there. I get that. But I just can't believe with the amount of attention we give towards safety where we lack that in, in, at construction sites. And let me explain. There's two in particular. There's one. I wish I could send a picture to you, but I really couldn't do it and, and, and do it justice without getting hit by a car. But we have a situation up here where you cross over a bridge and in order to go on the north, the southbound lane of Route 81 off, off Coffeen Street, Joe, you really have to know what you're doing. And things are exceptionally narrow. And, and so when you, when you go over the Coffee and Street Bridge over 81, it doesn't tell you anything on how to get onto uh, 81 South. You just got to know that. And they got all those orange pylons, the big ones, not the cones, but the big ones. And they're all set up and they're doing a great job. And like this, that, the other thing, I get it. But, I mean, how, I mean, how often are people confused by construction sites, Joe? Well, I think that Yes, uh, particularly at night, it can be very confusing. And, you know, there's a lot of studies, psychological studies. And there's a lot of standards about what they're supposed to do. You know, there's a uniform code of uh, uh, traffic safety that defines how they're supposed to set up construction zones and the safest way to do it. And if you don't do it, there could be legal liability. But I agree, I've, I've run into... I've run into some, and you know, construction work, whether it's roads or buildings, it's dangerous. You know, that's why New York has special laws to protect construction workers, and you know, people navigating them. You know, the law is pretty. 
you know, it's clear that they have a legal obligation to try to make the the construction site safe, and they're supposed to follow the uniform rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they don't, then the contractors and or the state or the county or whoever's doing the job can be legally responsible. No question. And, and there's another example on uh, south of here in Adams, because they're, they're working on a bridge down there. And I'll get to the bridge in a little bit, but... When you come to a dead stop off an on-ramp, and you know you know what that means, you know, when you come to a dead yeah. stop as opposed to merging and having that, whatever, eighth of a, eighth of a mile uh, leverage to pick up speed and, and, and work your way into traffic. But when you start from a dead stop and on top of that, your angle to look around you is, is not so much 90 degrees. It's almost like 120 degrees. It's on an angle, Joe. And you got trucks in one lane. No one's got anywhere to go but that one lane because they funnel down to one lane, and then they have the on-ramp from at from the Adams uh, 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 entry area. Th- that is mind-boggling how they allow that to happen. And I don't want an accident to happen there, but you know t- being T-boned or hit from behind when, when someone's doing, you know, we're supposed to be doing less than 50 miles an hour in a construction zone, but when there's a big truck, SUV, whichever, you're going to get killed when you get hit at that, at that rate of speed. I just can't believe that with all this, you know, things that we're supposed to be very safe about, that this is allowable, Joe. Well, you know, they do the best they can, and under some circumstances, that all, all you can do, or you close the road down, or you close the ramps, and people just have to, you know, understand it's going to take a longer period of time. I mean, there's big stretches of 81 South that uh, there's that one lane with with on ramps that have stop signs that are, and, and you know, the, there's tons of traffic. And mm-hmm. It's just a huge mess. And, uh, you know, you just have to be patient. And, you, you know, it, it, yeah, you, you know, and again, uh, it requires all drivers being courteous and paying attention and understanding if you're in that construction zone, you're not really going anywhere fast, so let the people out, don't you, you know. Right. Don't let, don't let the people in that are cutting cutting in when it's trying to merge, but somebody trying to get it on from an on ramp. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it, I, I, I agree. It's enough to anticipate. For instance, when you're doing 65 miles an hour, even in the right lane, on a two-lane version of, or, or a stretch, rather, of Route 81, and you see cars coming along the cloverleaf uh, from a distance. So you know you got to look in the left lane. You, you predict it in your head. It's like, by the time I get to where he's, he or she's coming on to Route 81, I should be in the left lane. And we know that because, you know, if you're yeah. a seasoned driver, you're going to know that. But in the construction zone, all, that calcu- all those calculations go right out the window. And here's one more thing. Last night I was driving up from Syracuse. I had to go to calling hours to a friend of mine. And I came back, and you're driving along, open land, you know, this, that, trees, blah, 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 everything's beautiful. And then it just comes down to one lane, and it's, 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 it's road construction, obviously, for a bridge. But, man, Joe, they really tighten things up here. And i got to admit, despite the fact that I claim to be the greatest driver of all time, my night vision, because of cataracts, loss of vision here, there, cones, rods, whatever you want to call it, Boy, that you're going from 65, 70 miles an hour, and you better know that you have at least two feet on either side of the car when you're going on that one lane over a bridge, because that gives you tunnel vision. And I think at sometimes, especially if you're elderly or you're on a med- medication, I think people can panic, and when you do that, you turn into a human pinball, Joe. Well, and again, yeah, it, it uh, you know, it, it, at nighttime driving, a lot of it's deceptive, and you just need to go slower. 
Well, I, I, and it's just, I'm thankful that I haven't seen any fatalities on 81, at least up in our area, but they clearly, surely happen. But at the end of the day, when you're in a construction uh, accident like that, and, and you know, is, 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 do you have to jump through hoops to, to claim, you know, that, hey, listen, I didn't see the, uh, the, the whatever. I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't uh, figure out the, uh, where I was. Uh, I mean, what happens in a lawsuit when you, when you try to make a claim on something like that, Joe? Well, no, there's lots of issues. And, of course, it's all fact-specific. depends on what happened, how it was set up, you know, what they were doing, and who did what, where, and when. You know, that's, that's always the case that uh, one small fact can make the difference between who's at fault and who's not. Right, right. Um, but but at the same time, I mean, uh, i got to ask you, I mean, in as far as construction, uh, and you talk about it in your ads, uh, construction uh, accidents happen all the time. Are they successful for you, or, or do you, is it just one of those things where, you know, it, you know, you got to take what you get? Well, I mean, you know, pe- you know there's usually somebody responsible for a serious injury and uh, you know whether it's in building construction you know the law is set up to protect workers and so when something goes wrong it's usually there's usually legal responsibility against somebody on the roadways you know it could be multiple entities other drivers the contractors the designers of the construction um you know and sometimes it can be the drivers 100 percent the driver's fault most likely not, but you know sometimes people do really stupid stuff. But, yeah, they, they um, yeah, yeah. No, I, and so but again, I just want to say that construction workers, especially working in the hot sun, God bless you for what you're doing. And I just found out yesterday there's a concrete uh, issue up here because the state doesn't have enough certified places to get concrete, whichever. Uh, so you know these guys are left out in the cold sometimes. So God bless all of them. So these construction zones, unfortunately, going to be you know going on longer and longer due to this due to this issue. But let me I'm just going to switch gears here because I had a uh, a, a, a banker in here. I have him uh, on uh, pr- pretty much every month uh, from Secom uh, Credit Union. His name is Jerry Manor, and he always warns people about what to look for as far as fraud is concerned and phone calls, texts, stuff that you and I talk about. But I brought up something that I just found out from my stepson who uh, was, unbeknownst to him, he gets a, uh, a statement from his credit card from Visa. He owes $21,000 to a company that he was buying ads through, because he's a realtor from Germany, that apparently took, his, took the liberty of, you know, when I, when I buy ads or when I, when I push an ad on, on uh, Facebook by way of Facebook, I don't do a third entity like he did, but they just abused him to the point where they just, instead of just spending I, don't, I think he was guesstimating he was spending anywhere between 500 and 800 dollars at a clip, and they just took the liberty of, of upping it to 21,000, and now he can't get a hold of them. Um, now he did it on his credit card, um, and, and it, maybe he can get that back and whatnot, but you know, I'm sure you've heard of situations like this before, Joe, but what can one do when they run into a circumstance like that? Well, you know, the company's in Germany, so it's a good thing he did it on his credit card. He certainly needs to protest it on his credit card. And hopefully they will, uh, you know, they'll deem it to be an improper transaction. And, you know, you got to do that within a short period of time. It's either 30, 60 days or it's too late. Um, uh, you'll never get your money back. Suing foreign companies is very difficult. You know, first of all, assuming they're even still in existence, you know, uh, even if you can get jurisdiction over them in the United States, are you going to get anything? And is it worth you know, you have to spend $20,000 to recover your $21,000. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of those scenarios in the world that, you know, it's better to be, uh, you know, 
an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And so, so true in terms of, you know, in your dealings, you have to be very careful because when something goes bad, it's, you know, there's a reason why there's lots of lawyers because there's some, a lot of unscrupulous and or careless and negligent people out there in the world. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, you know, we, we even talked, and, and you and I talked about this, where, you know, you can go through a drive-thru and someone copies your debit card information, and, and often, and recently, they say, do you want the invoice? Or, uh, you know, you want a copy of the invoice when you get, like, a cup of coffee, a cup of whatever. And so often, I said, no, nah, I don't want the invoice. And now I'm asking for the invoice, <laughs> because now it's, you need that. Obviously, you could see it later, but you're going to see it then, and you just worry. I, again, with all the things that we have to worry about each and every day, Joe... It just seems like we should all be using cash again. Do you agree with that? No. I, uh, that cash has its own problems, Glenn. Cash has its own problems. People, you know, people are, you know, a fool and their money are soon parted. That 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 is always true, whether it's cash, credit cards, or whatever. That's why we don't want to be foolish. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but at least you know how much money is in your wallet as opposed to what people well, are taking out. somebody takes it. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you're living in the south side of Syracuse, that's a risk right there. No, just kidding. I don't know, but it could happen anywhere. Yeah. So that's a part of the problem. Well, it could really happen there, though, that's for sure. Well, Joe, we do this each and every uh, each and every Wednesday. Uh, and I also hear that through the grapevine, do you have a show coming up, a radio show or TV show? Am I hearing that right on the ads? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So. No, but well, I, maybe uh, maybe I'm dreaming, or you know, may, maybe I need. Well, you could to. be, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm telling you, when I'm driving on that one lane last night on 81, it came from. I, I just I just felt like it was an episode of of Star Trek or something, and you know, uh, Sulu was going crazy, seeing swords coming at him. I'm like, oh my god! Uh, it just woke me up to the point where if this is happening to me at 60 years old, I could just imagine someone with serious problems, older than me or younger for that matter, bouncing off the things like a like a pinball. We definitely don't want to see that. But, but Joe, when people need to get in contact with you or any one of your associates here in Watertown of Syracuse, how can one do that? Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Excellent. And I'm glad we uh, hooked up this uh, Wednesday, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Until then, have a great week, Joe. Thanks, Glenn. That's uh, Attorney Joe Stanley. Thanks again. Th- Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Alive at Five show. Uh, with yours truly. So give me a shout if you want to call in. we got 20 minutes or so. i got a break uh, between then, so we have plenty of time. And getting back to, jo- uh, to, to, to Jeff, Jeff has three breaks in his show, and I think that's important to note, that he has less time. He gets on earlier because the way we structure these shows, I always wanted my first break early. And, um, you know, Laura has been very accommodating over the years, and I had it before I left here, and then I came back. I still had the same intro, same format, and whatnot. So just as a footnote, Jeff rather has three breaks within the show. I have two breaks. So I want to be fair there. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? What's happening? It's the Duff. Oh, I just want to, the first caller. No, it's not the Duff. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. The first caller, um, i got to agree with him. Hmm. I, I miss just you taking calls in. Having people uh, on the show, you know, taking a half hour, um, it, it, I don't like. But that being said, the guy yesterday was very informative and all that. He was now, good. Now, that being said, too, mm-hmm. did he say that um, the blood clots going to your lungs 
could that be an effect of having the, the COVID uh, shot? That. Well, again, he's based all of his stuff on real data, and he, he's proficient at that. He, he assures everyone, at least myself yesterday, that everything he writes about and talks about is based on data because he has these clinics that bring in all this data that he has from the police stations that he took care of during all the COVID testings. So in as far as what he said about uh, blood clots and whatnot, I don't remember that particularly, but it's all based on real data. So, yes, blood clots. Uh, he also said uh, enlarged enlarge hearts. And uh, just essentially inflammation, which are, which is why I believe I have uh, a bit of arthritis as a result. I'm getting older, but I certainly felt it more so in the last year and a half since I got that booster shot in December of 2021. I'm much stiffer. So inflammation is definitely something that I've seen since that shot. So that's my little bit of data from personal experience. Because I have heard uh, in the last few months that being the COVID shot, being distributed blood clots. So and I've had three or four friends in the last year, year and a half die of that. How old the blood clot yeah. goes to the lungs. Sure. You don't want a blood clot at all in your body, whether or not it goes to your lungs or the lower leg or anything. Uh, how old were your friends, if you don't mind me asking? Uh one was sixty two. Too too young. Uh, and my it was my one was my ex wife. She was sixty four. It's awful. And the other was in his mid-50s. So, uh, if, and one thing we did talk about yesterday is alarming are heart attacks amongst 40-something-year-olds. More than likely, you know, uh, I don't know, we can't claim it was from the vax, but, you know, we're, we're reading a lot of deaths, if not by fentanyl or suicide or just depression. They're just dying way too young. And I also mentioned Kirstie well, Alley's well, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because it seems that way. Yeah. When I talk to people... And I got friends all over the country, mm-hmm. and uh, so and so died yesterday. And how old were they? Well, they were fifty-seven or whatever the age is. Too young. It is just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It is. And then, then you hear uh, Bill uh, Gates talking about population, and then you go, like, hmm, hmm. It changed the subject a little bit. And don't yeah. get me wrong, I love listening to your show. I really do. Yeah. Uh, but and Jeff Graham's show, and I love to listen to him. I talk to him once in a while. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. But um, if, if I understood it right, there was a guy, I think they call him SG, yeah. that called him an a-hole yesterday. Was well, that right? I, I didn't hear that, but wouldn't surprise <laughs> Oh, uh, I think that was someone who's cr- criticized SG, and SG was criticizing Jeff for allowing him to espouse fallacies about, or, you know, about SG, so he might have said that a hole or whichever. I, I, so that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, SG was very angry yeah. yesterday. He was. Well, I asked Jeff about that, and uh, yeah. he'll clarify it for you. But yeah, I will. In my opinion, SG and Danny Francis should go off in a room by themselves <laughs> and just talk and leave everybody else alone. Well, I, I, I understand why you said that because they are on the other side of the political coin. But as you know. And as we also know about a very famous billboard on, on, on Factory Street is that we still have free speech here. We still do, whether we agree with it or not. Would you agree with that? I, I agree exactly. We have freedom of speech. Yes. And I don't want that taken away. No, because the Democrats you, are trying like to take Katie that away. Francis and SG, who, and I, I told you before you agreed, they don't even listen. They'll, they'll say something to you. But they don't even listen to your response. Mm. And that is a literal point of view. They 
the, they think the liberals think the louder and the longer they talk, right. the more they're getting through. Right. But they have nothing to, to uh, coincide with that. Mm-hmm. And like Danny Francis in particular, well, actually both of them, but uh, Danny Francis in particular will never, ever say a bad word about uh, President Biden. And, and that being said, I was a big Ronald Reagan fan. Hmm. And, but there were things he liked I didn't do. If something was wrong, if he did something I didn't like, I would say it. Right. But you will never find, like I say, S.G. and Danny Francis saying a negative word about President Biden or any other liberal. They just won't do it. Well, they'll disagree with that. But I see what you're saying because it's, a, you know, one thing that uh, several callers agree here, and we've said it before, when the Democrats st- stick together more than the, than the Republicans, and we see the rift in the, the Romney Republicans, the rhinos, you know, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Liz Cheney Republicans versus the MAGA Republicans. So we see a rift there. We've seen it since the Tea Party days, too. But the Democrats stick together, even if they know they're, they, they're, they're dealing with a bunch of malarkey. And they know that, particularly the Midwest uh, Democrats. But they all stick together. And, yes, we could see that on the side of uh, the constituents as well. I agree with you there. Sir. Well, you have a great night. Yes, sir. you too, my friend. Thanks for the call. Thank you very much. Uh, bye-bye. Higher in the air. Well, first, uh, I I do like when you bring in guests that have uh, great opinions, mm-hmm. and it's nice to hear that instead of the, just us calling. Right. And uh, so I enjoy that when you uh, bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. And But here's something that I haven't heard a person talk about. Over the weekend on Channel 7, they had the people again that want to put the low-income housing off Mill Street. Yes. Which... It's a big empty lot, great place. But did you hear them say two floors are going to be for low income? Right. Which means families and children. Mm-hmm. The other floors are going to be for drug addicts <laughs> and mental cases. Right. I did hear that. Now, is that a great idea? <laughs> yeah. Who would come up with an idea right. to put families and children in the same building right. as drug addicts and people that have mental problems. Right. It doesn't sound like a good thing to me. No, it doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would not want my family in that building if I had to have low-income uh, housing. Right. So yeah, no, see, let me know what you think. Yeah, well, yeah. it seems like they're categorizing or putting people uh, of low income in the same category of people that have... Either in mental and or drug issues, which is weird. It, it's it's very strange. I did see that. And by the way, those buildings look nice, too. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Oh, just a couple suggestions for you. Yes, it's suggestion day today. Yep. Uh, I think you could use a new intro to your show. Okay. Not that I don't like it, but it's just getting kind of old. Mm-hmm. And while you're at it. Do one for Jeff Graham's Hotline Show. We, we used to have one years ago that Joe Bross did, but I agree with you. I need to update the. Uh, it's too long. Um, I got to get, you know, because times have changed, I really should get rid of the deliverance, uh, you know, Ned Beatty squeal, squeal there. I got to get right, rid of that. A, a couple ideas for the hotline. One, you could have like a steak sizzling on the grill, sirens in the background. 
whatever, because it's a hotline. It's hot. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Something like that. There you go. Yeah. You almost got it. Yeah. All right. Oh, I appreciate that. We'll have to work on that. Thank you very I like much. Your show. Thank by you. The way. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I really do. All right. I'll talk. I'll see you. The one thing I also try to do is I also wait for people to say goodbye. Other than uh, Big Steve Malboff, who does who never says goodbye. But it pains me. Hannity is guilty of it. Laura Ingram is the worst at it. Where they literally have people on Fox News, a senator, a congressperson, a judge. Someone important, a former military, it doesn't really matter. I don't care if it's a bum off the streets. You always allow people to say thank you and or goodbye or both. And Tucker Carlson always, repeat, always did that. And if Tucker Carlson can do it, Laura Ingram, you can certainly do it. And so can you, Hannity. It, it just pains me to see that. The other thing, and I've said this before, is that Fox and, and that's all we got left is say what you want about Newsmax. And I do like that guy, Kelly, on uh, Newsmax. He makes some good points. He's a good guy. But it's still the minor leagues. But I'm tired of Fox just being a mouthpiece for conservatives, where they sit, stand in the rotunda or sit at their desk or come into the studio or whatever or have a live feed from wherever they're at. And, you know, that's just their way of bitching about you know, the, the Biden administration. I know you're trying to do things, but just using that as a mouthpiece, I, I tell you, I think the more elusive Republican that stays away from Fox gets more done. And, and, and it, it just do it sparingly. And also, if you're going to be Jim Jordan, if you're going to be, uh, um, you know, Senator Cruz or uh, Rubio, we're talking, you know, these, these people are important people. Someone's got to say, I don't say, I don't care if you say it yourself as a senator or have one of your representatives say it. Like Claudia Tenney, our congresswoman, you know, I know their people, one of uh, the Spencer and she's got a couple other people that says, look, Laura Ingram, the next time our congresswoman comes on, we just would appreciate if you just say goodbye to these businesses. Does anyone speak up for them? It's so embarrassing. It belittles our representatives in Congress, and important people. And I just don't understand why Fox allows these people to do it. And then they wonder why the ratings are down. It's not just because of, uh, because of uh, Tucker, and that's a huge reason, because you just got rid of Babe Ruth in his prime. But it's also this rude kind of like, you come to us to tell us your dirty laundry, and we'll determine whether or not you should come on or not. And they, I'm, I'm kind of tired of that. All right, let's do a break. Uh, this will be the last break of today's show. We'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles and tracking. The people who call you back. All right, welcome back. Uh, about four and a half minutes left in today's show. Headlines from News Junkie Spell of the Big Fancy .com. On the left side, the national side, a woman escapes from Cinderblock cell in Kidnapper's Garage. Good for her. And, and now the FBI is searching for more victims. Who could forget what the FBI is doing down there in Massapequa with that bum? Six foot five, total loser. Uh, the uh, the Gilco, what was that? Not the Gilco, they, some, whatever crappy beach he was dumping all the bodies in. I'm glad they got him. That story itself was the surprise story of the summer, of the year. I never figured they would ever find anyone related to those uh, those murders down there, Those the bodies that they've been finding there in the last 12, 13 years. Other headlines and news junkie Senate buildings given all clear after bogus 911 call. Someone did a SWAT call, said something or other was happening near the Capitol building wasn't the case. Plus, here's the big news story of the day. 
Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, you know him as uh, Castro's uh, grandson or son, whatever, and wife Sophia uh, Trudeau are separating. Couldn't have happened to her nice. I'm, uh, hopefully she'll write a book just like uh, what's a, uh, uh, Miranda Gates will eventually. One day we'll learn more about Bill Gates. To me, Bill Gates is one of the most dangerous people in the world. Tucker always talks about how he's, he's got the worst software ever. He did make a lot of money from it, but now he's trying to change the world, try, trying to you know defray the, uh, the, the rays from the sun. He's, he's got more uh, farmland than any, any individual ever in the history of the world, more so than Mao Zedong, and he's got uh, big plans to destroy the ag business. Plus, I love this because Joe Rogan, I'm not a big Joe Rogan fan. Every time I see him on Facebook, he's ta- he seems to be pushing some type of product. I think he's selling himself out way too much. And his show is so dark. I, I don't know what it is. Every time I see that crappy neon light behind him, I like him. I really do. But I just can't forget the fact that he was the, he, he was the guy from Fear Factor. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And now he's the number one podcast guy. I don't get that. But one thing he did say about Bill Gates, and, admit, and he showed a picture of him. Bill Gates is fugly. He's talking about how people should change their lives and this, that, and the other thing. Vaccinations. We can't eat meat. We can't do this. We're going to cover up the, 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 the world and save ourselves. And you look at Bill Gates, he looks like a frog. He's so out of shape. And this whole relationship that he had with Jeffrey Epstein, and then he was interviewed by the PBS lady, and he's like, oh, well, now he's dead. Oh, now he's dead. Everything's fine now. My wife left me. She's going to write a tell-all book one day. I told her you can't. Oh, you lose all your buildings. We're philanthropic, of course. We're good people. No, you're not. You're a scumbag. So anyway, that's the latest uh, Pittsburgh synagogue gunman, gunman rather, uh, who killed 11 people gets the death penalty. We'll have to see if that actually happens. You know, I don't know. When was the last time they, I'm sure that would be federal charges. So they might do that somewhere else. Uh, Mega Millions jackpot raises to 1.25 billion. Believe it or not, no player won. And uh, Supermoon, pictures from around the world from last night. And Lizzo who's always talking about how people, you know, deface her or, uh, you, know, uh, you know, defame her, I should say, by being overweight. She herself is being accused of sexual harassment and, yes, fat shaming. Apparently there was a documentary uh, producer that left there in, uh, after just two weeks. And uh, just today, the Astros' uh, Valdez uh, had a no-hitter, the third, his, for MLB's third hitter of the year. This one was not a perfect game. He did it against what the, the team that you were formerly known as the Indians, now the Guardians. And then, of course, who could forget that there is a 45-page Trump indictment over his alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election. And that goes on. And also, you'll see you know, the, the graphic that Fox puts up there. Uh, how, many minute, how many seconds did all the three uh, left-wing networks, or for that matter, ABC, CBS, and NBC, and MSNBC, and CNN, and all the others combined dedicate towards uh, the, uh, uh, the Hunter Biden uh, uh, hearings? Zilch. So we know who's running things. We know who, who's going to continue running things. Who's wagging the nation's tail? Unfortunately, it's not the conservative party. And unfortunately, it's going to remain that way. I know that's bad news you don't want to hear, but it's just a fact. AM 1240 WA10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS E tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Security will be tight tomorrow.